everybody. Welcome to Whistle While You Work podcast. This is episode 44. We're going to have some would you rather fun today. I like having fun. It's my favorite thing to do. <laughs> I couldn't narrow it down to one topic because I had random ones. It's I, not, mine, mine are all over the yeah, place. It's like, not just hotels or food. No, nope, yep. I got some food. I got some rides. I got some entertainment. Um, boy, I, I, this is, I think this is really good. <laughs> Well, it was kind of inspired by my son this morning who he was like 15 or 20. I'm like, I just, and I, I just 15 said 15. Or 20 what? I don't know. I just said 15 because I was like, this is his game. He'll come to me sometimes and be like left or right, up or down. Like he wants me to make a decision in his mind. He's got like, do I want ice on the left or water on the right? Like in the yeah. refrigerator. I don't know. Like, <laughs> anyway. Does he always abide by the results of your uh, Who of knows? Test? Because half the time I don't know what even yeah, that's true. some of those things mean. I guess that's true. So anyway, when we test each other with our impossible situations, that's kind of what would you rather's are. You're supposed to really challenge the person like, you know, you're in an impossible situation, but you got to pick one. Just one. Yeah, I don't know that I came up with impossible situations, but hopefully they're challenging. Okay. <laughs> Well, I think we, um, before we get too deep into our fun game, let's talk a little bit about some breaking news that came through yesterday. Big, 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 big stuff. Okay. I can tell you're dying. Which one do you want to start with? You know what I'm going to start with. Number one, Tron, we have an opening date. Now, we've been teasing March because they've been saying March and they apparently lied to us because it's going to be April 4th. Which is kind of sad that they couldn't figure out how to make it still within the 50th celebration, but whatever. Yeah. Because that ends April 1st is the end of it. Yeah. So April 4th, Tron will open for business. Now, leading up to that, they will have cast uh, member previews. They will have annual pass holder previews, and they will have some Disney Vacation Club member previews like they've traditionally done when they've opened big rides in the past. Uh, the details on when that is going to take place will come out soon. But if they've done it like they've done it in the past, that means that they're going to send out an email at about 5 or 6 a.m. to to basically get online and try and get your spot at 7 a.m. They're, yep. they're not going to give you a lot of notice. So yep. I, um, generally, that's what I see. And that also means you probably, if you're really looking forward to this and you're holding out, you probably need to be checking your spam folder on a very regular basis. Well, you have to have DVC or annual pass though. You do. But I'm just saying for annual pass holders, um, vacation club members, if you're looking for that, you should, you should be actively looking for it because then that email, I've always seen it. It just comes at the strangest time and you just have so little time to do it. Now, the, the thing is you're just registering for for basically a pass to do it, okay? You're not booking a park pass reservation. Yeah. You're not booking airfare. You're not doing any of that kind of stuff. You're basically saying, hey, this is the day that you're having a preview. Put me on your list, right? Yeah, you don't and know and they will they will fill yeah. up the list until the list is full and they'll give you further instructions later. So that's that's really what the previews are all about. Yeah. But I have all my time as a pass holder and vacation club member, I've wanted to go and do one of these previews. We've, We've never, never been able to one. do it. We've been there when they've been going on for Ratatouille, but uh, but yeah. we didn't have a spot, so we couldn't get in. So I I'm going to go for it. I don't know that we can actually make it happen, but I'm going to by golly, I'm going <laughs> to see if we can get ourselves a spot on the list. Okay, that's big news. Also on April 4th, they are bringing back Happily Ever After. 
I'm I'm guessing there's going to be some changes from what it used to be, but I guess we're going to find out. But yeah. that was the fireworks at Magic Kingdom. Yeah. So the 50th fireworks are going to be over. Um, <clears throat> also exciting for people that don't like to pay extra money. Disney has been really good at charging extra money for lots of different things. But a few years ago, they started tra- charging hotel guests uh, money to pay to park <laughs> at the hotel. Which I guess like I have gone to hotels like downtown or certain places and you do pay to park there. But they don't charge what Disney charges at hotels. That's just insanity to me. It just is. And when you consider the fact that at the parks themselves, an annual pass holder does not have to pay for parking. Like why would a hotel guest have to pay for parking at a Disney exclusive hotel? There's nobody else parking there. Right. Okay. Yeah. And by the way, the parking isn't even great. It's not like you're in a garage. You're, you're, no, you're it's outside. It's open air, open weather, like sometimes nowhere near where you actually need to be. I don't, I never understood that. I, I think this is a good pivot yeah. back I, in people, favor of the, of the Some guests. of these changes we're announcing, it's just kind of hopefully, like we said, the change of leadership. We're hoping that this is a swing and in, into right recognizing that, that there are people out there that could stand to save $20 a day or whatever it was to park. At a hotel that you're paying 600 a night to pay. And I'll just say this. Look, you know, that $20 a day is maybe somebody's genie plus, right? So what you're doing is when you make these shifts, you're creating an opportunity for you to make that money elsewhere. Yeah. Right? On the other hand... You usually don't get the bill for the parking until the very end, and so who knows? I don't know. Maybe I'm, maybe my theory is completely wrong. But it's, it seems like it's goodwill. It's kind of a goodwill. Yeah, uh, and that's 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 an important thing. All right. Do you remember some of the other announcements? Okay, so <laughs> this one's interesting. Photo Pass. Okay, so they're going to now start rolling Photo Pass into Genie Plus purchases. So if you buy Genie Plus for the day, you'll also get Photo Pass as part of your package for that day. Mm-hmm. Instead of having to buy photo pass separately. Yeah. Pretty exciting stuff. Um, that's never been that big of a deal to us because with annual pass, don't we already get Wait, yeah. We well, get so stuff. so we actually our annual passes, we purchased the photo pass. That's an add-on to yeah. your annual pass, yeah. right? Here's my thing. This is what I understand about it. Why is it why isn't the majority of the photo pass free? Like, for instance, the on ride photos, okay? There's not a person doing it. There's no real genuine manpower or, yeah, behind yeah. the whole thing. I'm not talking about the photo pass photographers yeah. who take the fun pictures yes, with your family. Yes. Maybe that should be a paid service, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. But the on-ride photos, I think that everybody should get that yeah. no matter what, right? That To me, that's another thing. It seems thing. like it's free advertising for them too because those people Heck are going to yeah. go and post like, look what I look like on this fun ride at yeah. Disney World. Yeah, right. So so I don't know. I mean, yeah. I, again, we know that there's, there's a, obviously a – Money-making element to all of that, but it just feels like there's certain things that should be easier than they are. So another announcement for annual pass holders, if you want to just show up after 2 o'clock. Which this a lot is of, huge. A lot of people that are local that are annual pass holders want to just show up. They don't want to have to like think days in advance, do I want to make a park reservation forever? Anyway, you don't have to make a park reservation if you're an annual pass holder, go into the park after 2. 2 p.m. Except, 2 p.m., except if you are, it's a Saturday or Sunday and you want to go to Magic Kingdom. I guess there's a concern there yeah. that it would get too full. Yeah. But that's kind of exciting. 
I think that's a big deal, right? Yeah. Because this actually puts some power back into the park hopping element. If that's really what you're thinking about, right? Because yeah. park hopping starts at two o'clock. I'm hoping that soon that that's going to change. Yeah. Um, and, and it's not so restrictive, but park hopping starts at two o'clock. So really what they're saying is once the park hopping window opens, if you're an annual pass holder, you don't need a reservation to just go to whatever park you want. And boy, wouldn't that have been handy for days like when we've traveled and, you know, it wasn't a particularly planned park day, right? Where we plan to do something else, but maybe things change in the Mm -hmm. middle of your trip. And wouldn't it have been cool that we could have just said, oh yeah, we'll just go over there and do this. Yeah. Well, and I think that. I do think it's going to bring them more money because the local people, you know, now they're they're like, oh, I can just come whatever I want with yeah. these passes and I can spend money at these yeah. places rather than like oh, primarily eating. Because yeah. that's really what local folks do yeah. when they go is they'll spend money on food. Food, Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. They'll go out to dinner and stuff. Well, OK, just speaking of park hopping, I did just see that at Disneyland, the new park hopping time is going to be 11 a.m. starting February 4th. Well, which hallelujah. So that's, I feel like that's, it was at noon when we were there or uh, two or one. I don't know. It, it was not 11. I don't remember. It wasn't. I don't so remember. anyway, I think they're starting to ease up. I think that was a COVID restriction. I, I yeah. do feel like if you have a the, park The park hopper, hopping limitation really came about as COVID. And I'm not sure that I ever understood why. Because you pay a lot. I mean, for me, it's a lot of money for that park hopper, especially if you've got a family. And, well, and you're I mean, saying, I really can't park hop. And Disneyland, that's a big deal because you really can yeah, that's easily right. go back Walk and across forth. the way. Yeah. I mean, look, the restriction came about because they were trying to manage the crowd levels, right? So at first, there was no park hopping at all, okay? Yeah. Because they're like, well, if you have a reservation, we know exactly the maximum number of people that are going to be there, knowing that some people won't show up yeah. that had a reservation, okay? Yeah. Then they introduced the 2 o'clock, and they're like, well, by 2 o'clock, we generally already have an idea of how many people are here. And so therefore, they spread out. But that was the thing to me. I said, well, that just ruins your whole equation, right? Yeah. Because that means that everybody could go over to Hollywood Studios after 2 o'clock p.m. Literally everybody. You could empty all the other three parks yep. directly in the Hollywood Studios. And so it. So to me, I'm like, I, the restriction seems silly. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, that's good news for Disneyland. Yes. And hopefully Florida follows suit. Yeah. Yeah, I bet they would. Because there's even more real estate, I would think, at, at Disney yeah. World to do that kind of stuff. Yeah, absolutely. All right, let's let's play a game now that we got the news. And good and bad news, mostly good, I feel I like. I think that was all good news, yeah. right? I yeah. mean, you know, you might have been hopeful that some of those dates were sooner, but psh, that's awesome. Yeah. These are all great positive things. Makes me excited. Yeah, because I think what was Tron announced in like 2018 or something. <laughs> What year is it now? 2023. You know, there's a joke out there, right? Like Universal Studios announced the Velocicoaster and launched it like within the first year that they had announced it or something like that. And here we are. We're still waiting for Tron Tron. to open up. The railroad was closed the whole time, et cetera. Just like, okay, guys, let's uh, move it along here. I know. But we're those diehard people that we didn't care. We kept going even if. Golly, think think about Universal Orlando where, you know, Hagrid. You know, that motorbike adventure, there was another attraction there, another roller coaster. They tore it down, built this whole new one and opened it up faster than Disney had announced Tron and opened it up. Yep. And by the way, Tron was not a new ride. They've already built yeah, it before. Yeah, it's like a, yeah. Like, like we like already knew what to copy do. Copy and paste. Yeah. My heck. All right. Well, why don't, why don't you start us out? Okay. So, so here's the thing. So I'm going to actually stick with a Tron theme here. Okay. Okay. I would love to see what you're willing to do. So I'm hearkening back in my mind to when Rise of the Resistance opened. When Rise of the Resistance opened, um, 
they that was the first ride that introduced a virtual queue. Right. The way it worked was you had to be you had to scan your ticket. You had to go through the turnstiles and be in Hollywood Studios before you could enter the virtual queue. Right. right? Now it's now. And that was when the park opened. But when it first opened, it was so super popular. And I was there. Dak and Ryan and I, we were all there. We would show up at like five in the morning at the Hollywood Studios gates and we would wait. And even though the park didn't open till after eight, by six o'clock, they were all letting us in and we were getting our virtual queue past then. So this may not be how it works, but that's point that doesn't matter. This is our game. This is the game. Would you rather? (laughs) It's our podcast. We do whatever we want. Do whatever I want. Okay. (laughs) These are the facts. Okay. Would you rather, would you rather rope drop Magic Kingdom for Tron at 5 a.m. knowing you'll get a guaranteed spot. Okay. Okay. But let's say the park doesn't open till 9. Okay. And they don't let you in earlier. So okay. you got to be there at 5 to know you'll get a guaranteed spot. Or would you rather play the virtual queue lottery in your hotel room at 7 a.m. for a sold out day at Magic Kingdom? So in I- other words, you know park will be at capacity Ride's just now opening. You're going to play the lottery or are you going to get there at 5 a.m.? Well, I do think it's funny. I have a would you rather with Tron as well. Mine's very different than yours. But when you were saying all the first things, I'm like, yeah, I'd do that. I'd do that. I'd do that. I'd get there at 5. <laughs> so <laughs> the first one, I mean, I I don't usually play the virtual queue because usually you're with me. But I have had to do it when I've been in charge of tri- trips and stuff. So I'm like, well, he would probably be the one that had to do that one in the hotel. But I think, I guess the answer to me is yes, the first time, maybe even the second time. But like, I'm not going to do that every single time. Yeah. But yes, the first time I would get up at 5 a.m. for a nine o'clock park opening. Uh, well, not get up at 5 a.m. You are yeah, I mean, at there. the gate yeah. at 5 a.m. Yeah, right? I'd do that. Just standing there waiting for yes. hours. Okay. Uh, I think that's the right answer, by the way. Okay. <laughs> You so, didn't lead me. It was like, you're like a lawyer here. Like, <laughs> would you do this? You would do this. Yeah. So, I mean, look, so, you know, Ryan Dak and I, and then James joined us. We did this three days in a row, three days in a row. This is pre-park pass days, right? So you yeah. do whatever you wanted. And, uh, and that's what we did. We got there and we rode it three days in a row. It was awesome for Rise of the Resistance. And, uh, and I absolutely would do that again for Tron. You bet. Heck yeah. Yeah. I absolutely would do it. Um, now, here's a pro tip. Okay, I've mentioned this before. I'll mention it again. Pro tip for the virtual queue lottery. And it is a lottery because you don't know what you're going to get. It's not first come, first served. Okay. Um, Use an atomic clock and you just tick that down. And you're watching the seconds because the second that atomic clock hits 7 a.m., you hit that refresh button and your chances of getting in are like exponentially higher. I have never lost the virtual queue lottery since using an atomic clock. Okay. But if you're 10 seconds off because you didn't use it, yeah, I've seen people I've seen people lose the lottery. Yeah. So that's just a pro tip. Okay. Well, let me just quickly do mine. Okay. Would you rather Tron on April 4th with a four-hour wait or wait a year to go on Tron and have no wait? Yeah, that's, yeah, I'm waiting four hours. <laughs> All right. I kind of I've waited four years. Say. I'm going to wait four hours. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Okay. I do think that for the first time, I wouldn't be opposed to waiting in line because I have a feeling that the queue is a big part of the ride. 
Well, for a four hour late, I think that the queue is going to mostly be out in the Florida sun, right? If it's, if it's going that long and stretching, because yeah. that, I know where it's, we know where it's located. You have a pretty good idea of what the ramps and stuff look like just because you've seen the outside. So if it's a four hour wait, that's probably sweats uh, stretching all the way back to fantasy land. Oh gosh. <laughs> okay. All um, right. Okay. But yeah, I'm going to do it. Heck yeah. Okay, well, I'm going to... And I'm, I'm going to send people out to get a churro and some popcorn and maybe someone go to LeFou's Brew and get me some, you know, at Gaston's. Yeah. yeah. There's things you can do. Okay, well, how about this one? Would you rather run a half marathon at Walt Disney World or at Disneyland? Because now they're back. They're doing Run Disney at both places now. Yeah, definitely Disney World. I mean, I get that. Cause I I, but the weather has got to be better. It's got to be better conditions to run at Disneyland. That I mean, that is that is a hundred percent true. But the the condition that is not so good is space. And I'm sure that it's. I'm sure they've got it laid out in a cool way. Yeah, I'm but, I'm sure that the extra space is better. Look, the it's already hard to navigate the space at Disney World where you've got extra real estate. I mean, that's actually the number one complaint that well, okay. runners have. Would you rather, if you knew that the trail was cool and it was it was a good... Well, the trail's fun, cool. I, mean, I just talk about the number of people involved. I'm sure that... Let's just, let's just assume that you could run easily and have a good experience at both places. Where would you rather run? I mean, it's a marathon, right? So half, we're, we're doing the half marathon. Okay, so 13.1 miles. Here. Okay, 13.1 miles. I mean, where's their 13.1 miles to run it? No, Disneyland? see, that's, you're overthinking <laughs> this. Where I'm, do you want to run? I'm, Where running, do you want to I'm do? running in Florida, All right. right? The weather would definitely be better in California. Probably be easier to breathe. Uh I mean, we've done. You'd probably 5K. be primarily in the park, right? Whereas in Florida, you do have to basically run on the highway to get in between Epcot to Magic Kingdom for the half. I don't know. I still see. Look at you. Look at you opening I, your mind and I not still, just quickly. Um, it's okay. I don't know. It's hard because I can't. I can't picture California. I'm These are impossible situations, and you impossible. have to just. Would you rather? It's impossible. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna stick with Florida. The reason why I'm gonna stick with Florida is because. For the half marathon, you're going to go through two parks. Well, don't you think you would go through two parks at Disneyland? Don't you think you run through California Adventure too? There's nothing iconic running through California. Like, it's different when you're saying, oh, I ran from Spaceship Earth to Cinderella's Castle than it is like, I went from Grizzly Falls to the Pirates of the Caribbean, right? Like, <laughs> eh, you know. All right. And, and you know, running through Cinderella Castle, which you do, right? Very different than running through Sleeping Beauty Castle, which you're like, oh, it's not very large, is it? <laughs> yeah, Florida. Florida wins. All right. What would you do? Oh, I guess. I I think for me. I think you're picking California because you were trying to lead me there. Well, I just I knew that you were going to be closed minded and already have decided. So <laughs> I was trying to open the conversation and, and open your brain. I think. Um. Yeah, I mean, I would definitely want to run through Cinderella Castle. If I had to choose just one, I would I would probably choose Disney World. But there's a lot of things that are leading me to Disneyland. Yeah, I mean, I, so. I can see the appeal. I'll just say, you know, look, being in Houston, Texas, 
I guess the weather in Florida doesn't scare me as much, right? I, I see that a lot in the Run Disney forums and stuff like that. We could probably run a lot that. faster and do a better job yeah, after training here. But here's the thing about running at Disney. The time is not that important. The only yeah, the only way the time is important fun. is that you don't get swept by the balloon ladies at the end, right? Right. you've got to maintain a minimum time or they will kick you off the course and stick you on a bus yeah. to go get your medal. That's because they want all of this out of the way so they can open the parks they, on they time. Gotta, they got to do their stuff, right? Um and that's the thing for things like the half and the full marathon, the parks are open during the time because it's such a long event. So people are running through the, that's why, that's why when I was picturing California, I'm like, well, it's going to be open and there's, so you got to deal not I just don't with think, the folks I don't that think are it's running. open for either of them. I think that they it do. is, I promise you, because people get on the rides while they're in, while they're running their races. Okay. Yeah. So anyways, not for like the 5k and the 10k. It's yeah. not open then. Yeah, yeah. That's early enough. But for the half and the full, especially the full, which is a multi, multi-hour event. Okay. Anyhow, okay. Um, here, how about if this? If I one? were you, I would be over here, do, 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 typing up, fact check, giving you the hmm. Even though I did give you the you fact check it. I promise you. <laughs> With a capital P. All right, let's just keep going. <laughs> we're having fun here, people. This is what fun looks like. All right, so check this out. Check this out. Okay. Perfect front row seats, perfect view for the very last harmonious show. Okay. Or. Do you know they're getting rid of all that stuff? It's ugly. They're actually going to get rid of the barges? Yeah. I thought they would. It's, it, anyway. Yeah. It does destroy the lagoon. Yeah. It's great for the show. Okay. So perfect front row, completely unobstructed, no people bothering you, no crying children, nothing like that. Okay. okay. For the very last harmonious show. At Epcot? Okay. At Epcot. Or mediocre to bad viewing of the first happily ever after show when it returns. And keep in mind, the caveat is we don't actually know what the happily ever after show looks like. My understanding is it's really just the song at the end. Yeah, they, they probably changed a bunch. Um, I, um, I, it's hard mm, to say. Yeah, see, gotcha on this one, huh? What do you, you want me to say Epcot? I don't want you to say anything. I want you to just make a choice. Would you rather? I don't, yeah, I'll go with Epcot. Yeah, I'll go with Epcot with good view and yeah. I think that wins. So, you know, look, we've seen fireworks at Magic Kingdom before when we were stuck all the way back at the train depot. It was pointless. I mean, you could see the the castle. My eyes couldn't see it. Some people's eyes could see the castle. You could certainly see some of the fireworks. You couldn't see all of them, right? You could hear the music. Go back to a few episodes when I told people that he needs to go to the eye doctor. And uh, (laughs) (laughs) so, but I just, you know, look, part of the show is making sure that you, you really can see well, you know. I mean, that was my only real disappointment about the Christmas party was the fog came in. You couldn't see any the fireworks, fireworks all you saw all. was like oh. you could hear them <laughs> uh, you but, could see what my life is like because i have really bad vision but i do go to the eye doctor and wear yeah. corrective lenses yeah. not like everyone here but that's what my life is like if i don't have my glasses or contacts on it's like those fireworks that are up in the clouds you can't it's so blurry well i think you picked the right thing that's well, what i would pick your too. pick is epcot well i just I think part of it for me is that it's going away like, that's the I, thing is it's yeah. the last one yeah and, and now if, it, you know, they're taking all the stuff away, they're not going to have anything like that. This was a really, really unique show. Yeah. 
Harmonious was a really, really unique show. And it has its it has some great aspects to it. It has some some tough aspects to it. The tough one being if you don't have a good view, it it really is not a very good show. Okay. It's just it's just ho hum mediocre. Yeah. But if you can get a good view, if all of the components are working, <laughs> that's the next part yeah. of it, right? And that's probably why they're pulling it out. It's like, well, it doesn't work half the time anyways. Yeah. Um, then it's amazing. That's one of the coolest things I've ever seen done. But, you know, you blend fire and water and pyrotechnics and and projection screens and video screens all together with Disney music. Like, that's a win-win. Okay. You ready for my would you rather? Let's do it. All right, it's lunchtime. You're at Magic Kingdom. Okay. Would you rather have a cheaper lunch at Pinocchio Village House mm. or an expensive lunch at Be Our Guest? <laughs> See, impossible situations. <laughs> you're the one paying. So if you're playing this at home, you got to, you got to, this is your money. It's not somebody else paying. So Pinocchio Village House is very cute on the outside inside's kind of cute you can see it's a small world they sell really bad pizza the food is terrible and just terrible and the we've only had bad ex- experiences with slow service and food coming out including um, including mobile order including mobile order so that's pinocchio village house the only good experience we had with pinocchio village house was during the christmas party when they were handing out cookies and hot cocoa <laughs> That was when it. it was included, <laughs> the cookies were included. That's all they were doing, right? Um, on the other hand, be our guest again. Amazing atmosphere, really mediocre, very overpriced food. Yeah, but you can get the gray stuff. You can get the gray stuff. You can. You have a a thirty percent, sixty percent chance of sitting in a quiet place. I feel like the ballroom is loud. The other two rooms are quiet. That and the beast shows up, so there's a character meet and greet yeah. there. But I guess that I would pick that. You'd pay the extra money. I'd pay the extra money. Okay. Yeah, I just I'm anti Pinocchio Village House. I just you remember when we first started going? Like that was our go to place because it was like, oh, this any, is quick and yeah. this is easy, and we just expect because we grew up going to Six Flags, so we expected theme park food to be, to be awful. Bad. <laughs> and then we discovered that not all of it is have to settle for that like i'm like oh i'm not and even our kids didn't really like it and it's like okay well we're really here because our kids by the way pinocchio village house is overpriced too right that's not exactly cheap food well relative to be our guest well for sure i there is part of my heart and brain that's like eventually they will serve something good at pinocchio village house i'm holding out to see if that ever happens no okay (laughs) all right sticking with the food theme Sticking with the food theme, would you rather eat at Cinderella's Royal Table with a full, full, overcapacity restaurant, or would you rather eat at Chef Mickey's, but Mickey and Minnie only visit your table? Ooh, this is a good one. Uh, so I've eaten at both. Um, Chef Mickey's is at the Contemporary Hotel, which is right by Disney World. It's a buffet. Right, just right by Magic Kingdom. Um, buffet, we had breakfast there. And then I have eaten at Cinderella's Royal Table. It's a three-course prefixed meal. In the castle. In the castle with Cinderella. Um, I would, oh, I do love Minnie and Mickey. That would be really neat to have them just at your... your just you. I mean, yeah. they may sit down and eat with you. <laughs> eat some cheese. Yeah. <laughs> 
I would probably still pick Cinderella's Royal Table. Interesting. Okay. What would so you- it's so full that Cinderella may not come by. Right. But I am in her castle and I'm eating good things. So, and that pumpkin soup that I had there still is one of like the best bites I've ever had at Disney World. Okay, so, that's fair. So I've never eaten Cinderella's Roller Tab. I'm not really qualified to answer this question. Okay, but if but that's probably just, probably what I would pick. Cinderella. Yeah. Yeah, I mean Chef Mickey's. There was nothing amazing about the food, but I no, mean, it's just, it's just to have a, Minnie and Mickey hang out with buffet. you. If my kids were with me and they were little, I would probably pick that one. See that this is where when I thought about this, I'm like, oh, what is the impossible situation for Kayla? And that is, oh, I get to hang out one on one with Minnie. You are you're tricky. Look at you being tricky to me. Okay, I've got two more. How many do you have? I have two more. Okay, all right. Would you rather try a new dessert at the UK? Or try a new dessert at Japan. The UK. <laughs> really? There's Japanese. They have some pretty interesting stuff. Yeah, exactly. Interesting. What, I don't even know what that would look like. There would be matcha in it. Yep. So that's that's <laughs> why I'm out. So you want sticky toffee pudding or something at UK? Yeah, I, I know what they're going to serve. I've watched the Great British Bake Off. I know what those desserts look like. They had a Japanese week once. Yeah, and it was that was one of the worst episodes ever. <laughs> All right, well, I... Look, I like Japanese food. I just don't have a frame of reference for Japanese. I don't want to offend anybody here. I'll be very clear. I actually love Japanese food. I just have no frame of reference for what their desserts Desserts would look like. like. Well, and I think so. So I couldn't possibly pick If I'm going to answer the question, I would say Japan. Because I feel like at Disney World, they're going to have the best options. Well, without a doubt. They're going to have the best options of what's out there. It's not going to be too much extreme things that Americans wouldn't like, honestly, because they're serving Americans mostly. So I, know. I mean, we walked through the we walked through the shop and we saw the different flavors of potato chips and stuff. So, yeah. Or was that in China? That was China. Oh, yeah. But they have a lot of different candies at Japan. Yeah, see, that's the thing. You know, I love haichu. You love the haichu. This is this is starting to become harder. <laughs> but they're not going to serve candy for dessert, right? Some of their stuff, their desserts do look. They all colorful and cartoon like i don't know i think they love to disguise things you know it looks like a sushi roll but it's really a cake yeah (laughs) all right okay i've got one more you do yours i guess well i have i have two two more okay all right so would you rather have club 33 for a year or would you rather have an annual pass for three years so club 33 is like the very exclusive high paying club to be part of with cool discreet places throughout the you even parks. have your own entrances yeah or annual pass for three years mm-hmm. um i mean i so think let me if- tell you some of the perks of club 33 okay. okay some of the perks reported perks <laughs> uh you have your own entrances in a lot of the parks you have um you get an allotment of of tickets or passes that you can give out to friends and family and stuff, right? In addition to your own entry pass, you you get a special greeting, you know, so like we get we sign in purple with DVC like Club 33 people, they have their own special stuff. They have their own lounges in each of the parks, Club 33 lounge, and in those in most of those lounges there is a private restaurant. Yeah. Annual pass is awesome, but I think Club 33 for a year would be 
that would be what I would pick. Yeah, me what, too. Is that yours? <laughs> yeah, without a doubt. No brainer. By the way, if you get Club 33 for a year, you're going to get an annual pass the year after that anyway. Yeah, that's kind of my thinking. I'm like, it's probably... I probably should have put some more things like Club 33 for a year, but you can't go back for 10 years yeah, or... That's really an impossible yeah. situation. Okay. All right. Okay. This one's pretty, pretty simple. Would you rather take... You're going from Epcot to Hollywood Studios. Okay. Would you rather take the Skyliner or the Friendship Boats? Oh, the Skyliner. Because? Because uh, I don't have to wait for them. Those friendship boats, sometimes it's unpredictable when they'll come and whether you can get on one. Okay. But what if like the Skyliner breaks down or you're, you know. What if the boat runs out of gas? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I I think that, you know what I would really like to know? I don't know the answer to this. This would influence my decision. But what, it's about 20 minutes on the Skyliner. I know that. Yeah. Because you got to change stations and everything like that. Um, I don't I don't know exactly how long the ride is on the boat. Is it the same amount of time? It's is it probably, shorter? I mean, there's, I want to say there's You have multiple stops. stops. But sometimes that might be helpful. Like, and, and sometimes a boat ride is relaxing and you could take a nap and you don't have to change stops. So I think there's, there's perks. Hmm. I mean, of course, we've experienced when there's lightning and it shuts down the Skyliner or you're, you're just, on it. You're just hanging there. You're just hanging, <laughs> just hanging out. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think I, I'm going to stick with the Skyliner. Yeah, I, I would probably sk- pick the Skyliner. But I do think that we probably should should take advantage of the friendship boats sometimes more than we do. I've done it before. Yeah. OK, how about this? So this is my last one. OK. Would you rather go? Disneyland in March, not spring break, but March. Okay. okay. Really what I want you to picture is perfect weather. Okay. okay. Would you rather go to Disneyland in March or would you rather hit Epcot and Animal Kingdom in September, October? Perfect Florida weather. So do I want to go to Epcot and Animal Kingdom or do I want to go to Disneyland, Disneyland in March? Yeah. So... The scenario is you got perfect weather, either one, but you're really picking between Disneyland or Epcot and Animal Kingdom. Yeah. I. Duh, that is an impossible one. <laughs> That's so hard. Uh, I'm going to Disneyland. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. What did you pick? I'm going to Epcot. They got guardians. <laughs> I had a feeling that's what you were thinking. <laughs> yeah yeah i i just I, I guess part of the impossible situation for me was that you don't get a castle yeah and then i would go to to i would go to disney world and not go to magic kingdom which is kind of a big no-no for me so that's kind of why you led me to disneyland yeah. Even though guardians was a big and exhibition ever it's interesting because at disneyland you basically get some of the best of Hollywood studios because you got Galaxy's Edge, right? Yeah. So you got the Disneyland Park and you got you got Galaxy's Edge. And then, you know, but at Animal Kingdom now you've got, uh, well, at Epcot you've got some new attractions, multiple new attractions. You've got the best food that you'll find at any of the Disney parks. And then at Animal Kingdom you've got some additional thrill stuff. So that was kind of the thought. You tricky, would tricky, you rather... Tricky. 
Yeah, but I'm picking I'm picking Epcot and Animal Kingdom. Okay. Well, thanks for playing with me. This is fun. Yeah, I like this. I, sometimes I, it's good to stretch ourselves, you know, put ourselves in our, you know, figment, you know, get, get our imagination going. So, yes, love yeah. it. I got to go and, you know, spam the F5 key on my keyboard waiting for that email to pop in to get my yes. Tron reservation. You need to go practice, you know, get some finger exercises you going know. there or something. All right, everybody. Well, we'd love to hear what you would rather. So let us know. We're on Instagram with Soul While You Work podcast. But you guys have a great one. Bye. Bye.